hello beautiful people welcome 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 to the third day of the eight days healing challenge wow we have enjoyed three power-packed wisdom filled days already and we have five more days to go and i am so excited in my heart i definitely definitely do hope that you have actively begun your healing process you have actively begun um, your mindset re-engineering process. I am hoping in my heart that things have significantly um, visibly started to improve in your emotional life and health. And I'm trusting that you will keep going forward ever and backward never. All right. So once again, welcome to day three of the eight days healing challenge. My name is Regina Irobe and I am your podcast host. Today, we're going to be talking about a very, very interesting subject. I think it's a very interesting subject and it's a subject that I never get tired of talking about because I recognize and I realize that it's very important and very critical to the progress that our lives can begin to make from the point where we start to act on it. All right, let me stop keeping you in the dark. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about letting go of the past. Whoosh! This is a very, very touchy subject. And I believe that it applies to so many of us in many diverse ways. Please just don't approach this podcast emotionally, even though that's hard. But listen with your inner ears and listen with a heart that wants to learn and grow and heal and fix things and do things differently. Okay, so we're going to be talking about letting go of the past. As usual, I like to begin with some sort of definition that can set the tone and the context for our conversation. So what does it mean to let go of something? To let go of something means to stop holding on to something. It means to release something. It means to relinquish something. And so when we talk about letting go of the past, we're simply saying that um, it's time to stop holding on to something that happened in the past or things that happened in the past. It's time to stop holding on to past experiences, past hurts, past trauma, past pain, past failures. It's time to let it go. And letting go of the past, I need to add, is a conscious, mindful decision to stop holding on to the things that have happened in your past, especially negative things. Now, the key operative words are conscious and mindful. This simply tells you that letting go of the past is not an act of chance. It's not a coincidence. It's not luck. It happens because you willingly, willfully make the decision to let it go. It happens because you want it to. It does not happen by chance. It does not happen by luck. And so when we're talking about letting go of the past, we're trying to see how can you, my listener, make up your mind to stop holding on to things 
especially negative things that have done you harm in the past, that have damaged you in the past, that have broken you in the past, that have affected you so badly in the past. How do you let those things go? Let those painful memories go? How do you, how do you let it go and move forward with your life? Remember, it's a decision. It starts from the point where you make the decision. That's the starting point. That is the basic. And you may have noticed by now that one of the biggest things that I have emphasized in the past couple of podcasts is the power of decisions. It's the fact that you cannot experience emotional healing if you don't make the decision to. You cannot let go of the past if you don't make the decision to. And so one of the biggest keys to really experiencing true emotional healing is decisions. And I've been emphasizing that. Finding emotional healing cannot happen in any shape or form if you don't make the decision to let it happen. So this ball is really in your court. This shot is yours to call, but we're going to talk more about that as we go forward. But back to letting go of the past, you know, from my personal interactions with so many people in my capacity as a coach and now branching off into therapy in my capacity as a mentor, as a counselor, um, even as a ministry gift, in the course of interacting with so many people, I continue to find that people are shaping their futures based off of their past experiences. People are shaping their present and their future based off of past experiences. People have created a whole new identity for themselves based off of their past experiences. And that is just not the best. That is, is flawed, is faulty. You deserve more. You need more. You can do more for yourself. So many of us are clinging on to so much past pain, so much past hurt, so much past trauma, so much past painful experiences, so much so that it is now affecting the quality of life that we're living today. It's now affecting the quality of life that we're enjoying today. We have allowed those things cripple us so much so that although we are no longer in the past, physically speaking, emotionally speaking, we're still stuck in our past. Do you see what I'm saying? So the question is, why are you doing that to yourself? Why are you doing that to yourself? Why are you mud gauging your future? Why are you giving away so much of your personal power to past experiences and people that are from your past. Some of them were never even meant to be in your life, but somehow, somehow they found themselves in your life. They did damage. They did some form of damage. They cost you some form of pain. You have now cut loose. You've broken free. You've moved on, but those people are still present in your life by reason of you still holding on to those painful memories and holding on to those painful experiences and worse still letting it shape your life, letting it shape the way that you see yourself, letting it shape the personal narrative of yourself that you tell yourself. Why are you doing that to yourself? 
Why are you mortgaging your future in that manner? Why are you giving out so much of your personal power to people who don't even deserve to have it? Why are you giving away the steering wheel of your life to a second party? It's yours and yours alone to handle. Your life is up to you. Stop giving away the power to control your life to other people. So just because someone hurt you in the past does not mean that you need to continue to carry the painful burden of, say, not being able to trust anyone else, even when those people are good people and they had nothing to do with what you experienced in the past. They are nowhere near being like those people that hurt you in the past. But because you're still reeling in the pain of the past, your mind is warped, your eyes isn't, you're not seeing clearly. You're not thinking clearly and you continue to make innocent good people pay for the pain that people have caused you in the past. Why are you doing that to yourself? Why do you carry around trust issues and it's affecting your relationships, including your personal relationships, simply because you trusted one person five years ago and they broke your trust? Listen, I keep saying this thing and I want it to really sink into your mind. People will always be people. And the fact that a person breaks your trust is not enough reason to start to live your life in paranoia. It's not enough reason to start living your life as a shadow of yourself. You've got to brace yourself to deal with the realities of interacting with human beings. People will hurt you. People will break your heart. Sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. But the point here is you've got to brace yourself for it. That's life. You've got to learn how to handle it. You've got to be okay with the the thought of the fact that not everyone is a good person. And that's okay. But you can't keep running from everybody simply because not Everyone is a good person. Everyone is not a good person does not mean that there are no good people. But you've got to be able to separate the the, the wheat from the chaff. And there are many, many guiding principles to help you separate the, the wheat from the chaff. For example, I encourage people that I've coached personally to sort of like have a mini list of Um, the sort of people that they want in their personal space as their friends. Because those are the people that have the power to hurt you the most. But if you don't have any guiding principle, you don't have any criteria for selecting these people, You, or rather, if you have the wrong criterias for selecting these people and you just let the wrong people into your life, then you're going to get hurt and then you're going to say, oh, people are wicked. No, people are weak, not necessarily everyone is wicked, but you are not putting in the guardrails. You're not ensuring that you do things differently. So there are ways to navigate separating the wheat from the chaff. There are ways to navigate making sure that you are surrounded with the right people, but don't throw away the baby with the bathwater. Worse still, don't allow people and what they have done continue to shape the way that you see your life. They are the ones that have the problem. They are the ones that need to work on themselves. So why are you allowing their 
in their bad decisions towards you continue to affect the way that you see yourself today. And that's why I give the example of a person that has been hurt before and now they're walking around in paranoia. They literally cannot trust anyone. They have trust issues. And then you start to make even the good people in your life pay for the, the mistakes of those that were in your past. Now, beyond the fact that it isn't fair for you to do that to everyone, there is also the fact that you are short-circuiting yourself from from some really, really good blessings. Because if you don't give people the opportunity to demonstrate to you that they are different, then you will never know that they are different. Then you will never experience a better quality of relationships. Do you see how this connects? So, apart from it not being fair for you to, 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 um, for you to just assume that everyone is the same, you're also short-circuiting yourself from good blessings. So you've got to let go of the past. You've got to let go of the pain of the past. You've got to let go of the fact that you gave wrong people the chance to... Um, you, you were vulnerable with the, the wrong people. You gave the wrong people the chance to come close to you and they blew that chance. You've got to let all of that go and start afresh. No matter at what point of your life you are now, no matter the kinds of experiences that you have, you have faced in the past, there is always a new beginning. You can always start afresh. You, no one else has to hit that restart button for yourself and by yourself. You are the one that has to say, I want a fresh new slate. I want to begin to rewrite my life's story afresh, irrespective of some of the the shortcomings and the limitations that I've had in the past. It's time for a new day. And um, a proverb, I know of a proverb that says any time of the day man wakes up is his own morning. So don't let anyone define that for you and say, oh, it's, it's when you're 30 or whatever. No, it's when you are ready. It's when you wake up. It's when you say, I want different, so I will do differently. That is your own morning. Okay? So it's important for you to understand that you need to let go of the past and understand that your failure to let go of the past has dire consequences both on your present and your future. And I'm going to be sharing with you reasons why you need to let go of the past. I'm going to be sharing with you three reasons why you need to let go of the past. This is not exhaustive. There are so many reasons I can give, but just because I want to keep this um, podcast short, brief, and sweet, and straight to the point, I will share just three. The number one reason why you need to let go of the past is because Holding on to the past is a heavy baggage that is weighing on you and you need to travel light. The journey of purpose and destiny is a far journey. The destination is really far. It's a long journey and the lighter, the better. The lighter you travel, the better. Think about it. Maybe you're just starting out your life. Maybe you're in your 30s. Maybe you're in your late 20s. Maybe you're in your early 40s. But the truth truth is you haven't finished your life. 
You still go, you've still got a long way to go. And you're still going to meet so many people. You're still going to access so many opportunities. You're still going to interact with a wide variety of audiences. And if you think about how far that journey is, you know that, look, there's still so much to do that you don't want to be stuck in the present, holding on to things that were done to you 10 years ago. Because there's still so much. And if you have trust issues now, what will happen when you start to interact with a wider audience? What are you going to do? That, that's, that's a clear case of short-circuiting yourself out of bigger blessings because you are stuck on the mistakes that people made in your past. So you've still got a long way to go. There's still so much to do with your life. There's still so, much, so many opportunities to access. There's still so many fits to achieve. There's still so many things to conquer. And the lighter, the better. You're going to travel further when you travel light because baggages will wear you out. Baggages will sap your energy. Baggages will cause you to burn out. And holding onto the past is a form of baggage that you're strapping onto your soul. And these things can prevent you from moving fast. You can only speed up in life to the degree that you relieve yourself of unnecessary baggages. Oh my gosh, I just want to say that again. You can only speed up in life to the degree that you relieve yourself of unnecessary baggages. The amount of baggage that you carry will determine how far you travel. Excess luggage, excess emotional luggage will slow you down. Think about it. When you even see a vehicle, when you see a car in real life, overloaded, filled to the brim, carrying so many things, you know that that car is going to crawl. You know, just by, by, by having common sense, you know that when a car is overloaded, it's going to prevent it from, from moving at its optimum speed. So think about your mind as that car. Your mind where you are strapping on these excess emotional baggages. Think about it as a, a vehicle. Do you really think you can travel far when you are heavily, heavily encumbered? The answer is no. But if you look at, if you see a, a car that has only one passenger and one driver with minimal, minimal stuff in the boot, you, those are the cars that overtake other vehicles on the lane. And you know this by having common sense. You know this by observing daily life. You know this by observing the way things work in real life. And that gives you a hint as to the impact that carrying all of that baggage in your mind, it gives you an idea of the kind of impact that it is having on you. That is the first reason why you need to let go of the past because you need to travel light and having all those baggages will not allow you travel light and access new, better opportunities and interact with new forward-thinking people. Okay? The second reason why you need to let go of the past 
is because holding on to the past occupies space in your mind that should be for other things like peace, like creativity, like progress. This, this baggage is that you have on your mind. It occupies space. It does not give you room to be your best self. It brings out a version of you that is not your best self. You're constantly bitter. You're constantly lamenting. You're constantly sarcastic. You are constantly looking out for the worst in people because you just believe that everybody's bad. That's not the best version of you. And that's the sort of thing that holding on to the past can do to you. It can create a monster out of you, literally. It can so take over your mind, so much so that you're not seeing well anymore. You're not thinking well anymore. So holding on to the past occupies space in your mind that should be for other things. The, The space in your mind that powers and fuels your unique creativity. The past trauma that you've been through can completely swamp up that space and you are not creative anymore you're not being your best self anymore your creative juice is not flowing anymore because you need a certain degree of peace and sanity and sanctity to be able to flow out in the best version of you this is how it works you need a certain degree of stability emotionally to flow out as the best version of you. You need a certain degree of of peace, of happiness to be your best self. And so imagine when you are strapping onto so many things from when you were a child, all of those things, layer upon layer, precept upon precept, those things are piling up. They're just taking over your mental space. They're taking over your mind. They've covered everything up and you are now a shadow of yourself. And for some of you, you actually say to yourself, I used to be such a creative thinker when I was younger. I wonder what happened. Now you know. For some of you, you say to yourself, I don't even know when I became this person. This is not who I set out to become. This is not who I intended to become. This is not how I thought I would turn out. But I'm just shocked that I'm seeing a side of me that I don't know how I even got here. Now you have your answer. Past hurts have have, have impacted and affected you so much so that it's produced additional bitter negative emotions that are now making you become someone else entirely that are now that are now redefining you completely and perhaps you did not know that it was linked to the fact that you've been holding on to the past but now you know oh now you know and so now is the time to let go of the past And I always like to give the example of a laptop that has 55 tabs open at the same time. What do you think would happen? The laptop will hang. The laptop will hang. And the tech guys will tell you, you need to declutter your system. You need to keep it as minimal as possible if you want optimum speed and performance. You need to keep it as minimal as possible. And that links back to the thing I was saying, you know, about traveling light and not carrying excess luggage. So if you have 55 tabs open on your computer, 
At the same time, how do you expect that the computer will function optimally? And yet you're still complaining, I'm tired of this laptop, you can't do anything, you're always hanging. Why won't it hang? Look at your mind as that laptop, it would hang. If you continue to hold on to things that you should have let go of, or you should be letting go of, your mind will, quote-unquote, hang, just like your laptop will hang when it is overcluttered. So you need to declutter your mind. Mm, You need to declutter your mind. That's the second reason why you need to let go of the past. You've got to declutter your mind. The third reason why you need to let go of the past is holding on to the past is an indirect way of you enabling a mediocre present and future for yourself. It's just not going to be your best life when it's full of the past. It just can't be your best life when it's full of the past because you're not free to focus. You're not free to focus on your future. You're not free to begin to creatively think up a better future for yourself. Why? Because you are holding on to the past and you're stuck on it and you're defining yourself by the past. You will never believe in the beauty of your future that still lies ahead of you. And so when you're stuck to the past or in the past, it's hard to move forward. It's just hard to move forward. And I like to give real life examples so that you can create a vivid mental picture for yourself and so that you can relate it to your life in a more practical way. So if you're walking on the road, let's say you're walking, you're moving somewhere, but then you are looking back at the same time you are trying to walk forward. What do you think would happen? How far do you think you can go without stumbling? How fast do you think you can run without falling if you are looking back at the same time that you're trying to run in a forward motion? Think about it. I'm trying to get from point A to point B, but the whole time I'm looking back at point A. How far can I really get? Think about it. And that's the reason why you need to let go of the past so that you'll be free to focus, so that you'll be free to move forward, so that you'll be free to live in your future instead of being stuck in your past because your future is definitely better than your past. What is ahead is definitely better than what is behind. But again, this ball is in your court. You call this shot. If you choose to do things differently from this point, guaranteed your future will be better than your past. If you choose to keep holding on to the past, then it's not magic. You will be stuck in the present. And that's what enables a mediocre life. That's, that's really what leads to a mediocre life. When you've not healed, you've not allowed the you've not you've not allowed, you've not healed, you've not let go. You've not allowed a cleansing to happen. You've not allowed a detoxification to happen at the emotional level. That's, that's, that's one of the things that enables a mediocre life. Because you keep saying, ah, in 1990, this person, if not that this person did this to me, I would have been, I would have become this. I would have become that. You continue to, 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 to lean on those excuses as a clutch. 
You continue to hold on to it and self-sabotage. You continue to sabotage your future because you are stuck on some of the things that happened in the past. And let me just say this quickly. As an aside, this thing about letting go of the past, it swings both ways. You can't hold on to past victories the same way you shouldn't hold on to past losses. Because if you hold on to either, you can still be stuck in the present. You can still enable a mediocre life because life is constantly changing and there is more for you at every point of t- uh, at every point in time of your life. Don't ever forget it. There is always more for you. Whether you're used to experiencing losses, there is more for you. You can begin to experience victories. If you're used to experiencing some degree of victories in the past, there is still more ahead for you. So you can't even hold on to the past either which way, whether it's the positive or the negative, because both of them can still cause you to be stuck in the present where you've plateaued. You've become what they call a local champion. You've refused to grow any further. You are so comfortable with how much you have, how much success you've acquired so far. But don't forget, until your dying day, there would always be more. It's up to you. It's really up to you. You choose. Do you want to play tall at any point of, of your life or at any point in your life and become uh, uh, what a one-eyed man in the land of the blind or a local champion? Or do you want to become a global player? Do you want to rise to the very peak of, of, your, of your life and of what, what has been destined for you? If that's the case, then you can't hold on to the past, both positive and negative, because you need to keep it moving, because there's still more ahead. All right? But anyways, that was an aside. For the purpose of this conversation, we're trying to help those who need emotional healing and help. So we're just going to sort of focus a bit more on those who are trying to find healing. And trying to overcome the negative side of things. Who are trying to, to overcome the negative things that they have faced in their lives. Alright. So what are some practical ways to let go of the past? I'll be sharing maybe five really quickly. Um, what are some practical ways to let go of the past? Number one, it starts with believing. 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 You have to choose to believe in a better tomorrow. If you don't believe it in your heart, any other action step you're taking will be a step in futility. Because how can you how can you succeed in something you don't believe in? How can you succeed on the journey to letting go of the past if you don't believe that it's essential to let it go because you have a better tomorrow? So you've got to believe, choose to believe that there's a better tomorrow, that there's a world out there waiting for you where not everyone is antagonistic, not everyone is after your progress, not everyone is after your happiness, not everyone wants to hurt you. You've got to believe it. You've got to believe in the power of your future and what it has in store for you. You've got to believe that your tomorrow will look nothing like your yesterday. You've got to first believe it. Say to yourself that it's possible for me to tap into a higher, better version of myself, a whole version of myself, a healed version of myself. 
a version that is not broken. And so a version that will not see things from a broken perspective. Believe it for yourself. The number two way to practically let go of the past is tap into the power of positive confessions and affirmations. Speak positivity to yourself. For so many of you, you have you have abused yourself so much. You look at yourself in the mirror, you talk yourself down all the time. You're telling yourself negative things. Oh, my life has been so pathetic. I just never get what I want. I'm just, I'm, I'm miserable. I'm so clumsy. I'm so, I'm so naive. And you just keep talking yourself down. That has got to stop. You know why? Because that's the past still speaking through you. Oh mm, my gosh. That's the past still speaking through you. That's past pain still speaking through you. That's unhealed hurt still speaking through you. And so if you're fully going to let go of that, you've got to tap into the power of positive confessions and affirmations. Begin to speak positive things over and to yourself. Remember, believing, which was the first step, happens at the heart level. But affirmations and positive confessions happen at the word level. With your mouth, you speak the new realities that you want to see. With your mouth, you speak what you really want to become until you are, you, you are fully married to that new person. Until it becomes a part of you, then you begin to see the manifestation until you become fully one harmonized with the person that you want to become so stop talking yourself down when you make a mistake don't be quick to say yes exactly this is the problem that people always see in me this is exactly what people always say you begin to you begin to self-attack you begin to join forces with the external world to attack yourself Poor you. Why are you doing that to yourself? Why are you afflicting yourself that much emotionally? Why are you letting the past still impact and influence the way that you see yourself? And the personal narrative that you tell yourself about yourself. It's time to let all of that go and do things differently. All right. The third way to practically let go of the past is to change your mindset Listen, everyone who knows me knows that I always talk about mindset. If you think differently, you will experience life differently. I'm telling you this because it's the truth. Tried and tested, proven to be true over and over again. If you think differently, you will experience life differently. You will see differently. You would have a different outlook and perspective towards even your life's experiences. So I want you to begin to think differently about your past. Begin to change your mindset about your past. Begin to change your mindset about some of the things that have happened to you in the past. If you begin to see the past as lessons that can become stepping stones for you into a better future, then surely you will not overly hold on to its mistakes. You will not beat yourself up so much. You will not overly cling to those 
painful memories, even when you know it's damaging you. You wouldn't do that if you start to think differently about the things that have happened to you in the past. So begin to isolate the lessons. Because if you don't learn the lessons, it's almost guaranteed that you will make the same mistakes and you will experience the same pain and you will be stuck in the same cycle. So it's important that your mindset changes and you begin to learn the lessons. The reason why these memories of the past are still breaking you so badly is as a, is as a result of one thing, and that's perspective. You've not thought about it differently. You've not thought about it from the from the from the future forward perspective, where you say to yourself, "What can I take out of this that becomes a leverage for a better future for me?" When you see things differently, you would embrace the positive way more than you embrace the negative. And so you must learn to not just change your mindset, but catch your thoughts when they are wandering outside of your present belief systems. Catch your thoughts when they are wandering outside of your present self-selected mindset. When you catch your thoughts trying to think through the, 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 the voice of the past again, when you catch your thoughts trying to speak from the past again, when you catch your thought, your, your, your past trying to speak again into your present, stop it immediately. Stop yourself immediately. Stop those thoughts immediately. Cut those thoughts off immediately. Flip it around and instead begin to proclaim your positive confessions and affirmations. That's the way to handle it. Don't allow the thoughts from the past just have roam around in your in your head and in your mind without any limitations, no restrictions. It's just roaming around and afflicting you badly. No. Change your mindset and think differently. The next way to practically let go of the past is, I've hinted at it before, learn from your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. And this is important because it will ensure that you do not find yourself or put yourself in a position that can produce the same unfavorable experiences that you had in your past for you. It's important to learn from your mistakes because it will ensure that you don't make them again. That you don't do or fail to do whatever it is that will enable the past anymore. Okay, so again, we're talking about taking charge and control of your life. You've got to take charge and control of your life. And it's best to start by taking charge of your emotions and your emotional life. Begin to take charge of your life and avoid leaving things to chance, to luck, or to fate. Learn from your mistakes and choose to do things differently going forward. Because you don't want to keep going back to the same place that you were in your past. And if you're really going to achieve that, it means that the quality of decisions that you make going forward have to be better, have to be different. Stop leaving these things to luck. Stop leaving them to chance or fate. What do they say insanity is? They say insanity is doing the same things continuously and expecting a different result. It just doesn't work. 
You can't be making the same quality of decisions, putting yourself in the same unhealthy context that you used to in the past and not expect to get hurt or or derive painful memories. It just wouldn't work that way. So it's important that you pay attention to that. The last point I'll be sharing as far as practically letting go of the past is concerned is you've got to let it go and move on. Let it go and move on. And this is not easy. But again, it's a choice. It's a decision. You've got to forgive. Forgive whoever needs to be forgiven. And this last point is especially for those of you who have had traumatic experiences in the past that you had nothing to do with. In other words, you didn't enable it. It wasn't because of what you did or you failed to do. You were perhaps just a victim of circumstance who was exploited, especially those of you that are victims of past sexual exploitations and molestations and things like that. This is especially for you. Listen, it was not your fault. And we've established that. And that's okay. The people who hurt you, hurt you because they are hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Broken people, break people. Wounded people, wound people. It's not about you. It's about them. They're broken. And they need to fix their issues. But it just so happened that you were a victim of that unfortunate circumstance, that's okay. Let it go. Move on. Don't define your entire life by just one past unfortunate experience. There's more for you. Like I've established, there's so much more for you. Okay? And this is not easy. It's hard. It's really tough. And please, if you need to, speak with a therapist, a professional therapist who can help you fully, fully process the pain from the past and heal so that you can move on. If you need to do that, please do that. It will really, really help you. But please, you've got to let it go and move on. You've got to say to yourself, I refuse to continue to define the rest of my life by what happened in the past. There's more for me and I'm going to go out and get the more. Do what you need to. Because one thing is for sure, not doing anything about it will make matters worse. And I want to believe that you are here listening to me right now because you're serious about doing something about the past or about your emotional state. So I'm convinced that you are not one of those who just wants to fold their hands and not do anything about it. Okay? Speak to someone. Forgive whoever needs to be forgiven. Let go of whatever memory needs to be let go of. Whatever hurt or pain or bitterness or anger or resentment, whatever needs to be let go of, let go of it and move on with your life because there is more ahead for you. Okay, I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that you found practical tips and and, and things, steps that can help you um, let go of the past and fully begin to march on into your brighter future. Thanks for listening and talk to you tomorrow. Bye now.